Last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets, Pansy comes face to face with a monstrous beast feeding on the helpless. Can the party clear the way before moving into Crypt Garden Forest? Come find out on episode 29. What has your forest rot? DM that took a uh, pre-workout and then like muscled a queen-size mattress up eight flights of stairs all by himself. Oh, well, okay, that's <laughs> that's not quite right. But yeah, let me. So, so I want, well, muscle, I want you to muscle me onto a mattress. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't end that with daddy. I'm disappointed. Oh, sorry. Man. <laughs> uh, so, so let me. You know, with all the the chaos and and hecticness of life, uh, you know, I have uh, temporarily started working a second job. Right? Well, mm-hmm. my my schedule right now on Sundays into Mondays is awful. I work uh, normally Sunday at ten p.m. until six a.m. and then I go to my day job from eight a.m. until one p.m. So, kind kind of an awful schedule. Well, I decided to take advantage of those two hours between jobs, and I was going to go work out. Well, uh, yay, self-improvement. Yay, self-improvement. Woo! So, I got home. I had a little bit of food, because I hadn't eaten since, you know, like, 6 p.m. last night. Uh, Got home, had a little bit of food, got everything ready, got all my work clothes, got, you know, something that I could wear at the gym, and went to the gym that's on you know the property that I that I work at during the day and I get there I take my pre-workout I have a cigarette to kind of wait for it you know the pump Kyle you know what I'm talking about the pump I know exactly pump. what I'm talking about yep. well yep. to go walk into the gym and I had job one's badge not job two's keys so I couldn't get into the gym in fact oh, I couldn't even get into my workspace to like log in at 8 o'clock so I had to drive back home to then drive back to work well Uh, you know 20 minutes away drive time plus traffic's picking up long story short i didn't get to my job until 750 again so i was like juiced up with Uh pre-workout all you know got the second wind from working the graveyards like all the energy in the freaking world and nothing to do with it so i'm you know got i'm itching i'm you know, my vision's all weird. You know, you get that kind of, woo, 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 you know, vision going on. And um, and instead of working out, I just had to drag a queen-size mattress 350 yards to the nearest dumpster to throw it away. And I didn't even get to work out. Hey, you you worked out. You worked that mattress real good. <laughs> I want you to work me on a mattress. One, one episode. We will have one episode. That I can, in fact, make this podcast clean, not explicit. Dude. Just one. He, one episode. No, Lobbing them over the plate. How can I not take those home runs? Oh, no. you. Uh, as the great, you know, the great peanut once said, you got to keep throwing fastballs. I'm going to swing. Exactly. Oh, I get fault. it. I get it. I get it. Just one day. Just one episode. One episode in all of Axe's armor and amulets. Just one. 
Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. I can. I can wish. Never gonna get it. 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 Um, you, you know, I had, I had actually thought of some really good like pregame banter to talk about while I was at work earlier today, and then uh, I came home and took a three-hour power nap, and now I don't remember what it was. That's how it goes. Yep. That's my. You know. Okay. I, not only do I prepare like, what is actually going to happen in the campaign. I try to prepare something to talk about, the, the pre-game banter. Because uh-huh. I don't know any in-person game that everyone just shows up at the house and everyone jumps right into, you know, D&D. There's usually some, you know, shooting the shit, some bullshitting. You know, game time is supposed to start at 4 p.m. And no one even, you know, it doesn't even happen till 6. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that. But um Well Oh my place. Oh here's Maria. Here's Maria to let me know how wrong I am. <laughs> Come on, Maria. Sorry. Spit it out. Spit it out, Maria. Come on. Easy. You tell them what the plan is, you stick to the plan. If you don't stick to the plan, you kill off their character. Oh. So wow. you put you wow. punish them in campaign for their real life traits. And incentives. I like I would literally have to murder all of you on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Excuse got, me, you, sir. Uh, you guys, you guys talk so much shit that if I had to punish you in game for things you did as you, we'd, we'd have character deaths every other week. Literally, every other week. Except yeah. for Catherine. Catherine's the only one of you that's nice to me. <laughs> Well, I think you should be proud of me because I didn't make one punishment joke. Daddy. I'm only yeah. <laughs> um, Also, for my in people. In people. Yes. <laughs> that is now the phrase. My, my, yeah. For that, if you bring a prop or some sort of thing that goes along with your character, you may or may not get a point of inspiration to use during the session, which is basically. A role of advantage. Yeah. She yeah. rewards as well as punishes. I mean, there's also points of inspiration, which I random, which we randomly give points of disadvantage. Oh wait, no, I have that. That's I, I have Bardic, the the cutting words Bardic, not inspiration. I back when I would homebrew in like, you know, three point five, and you know the few times I played like. Um, D20 future, etc. We used what we called hero points, you know, for our homebrew game. So hero points, um, for every one hero point that you used, uh, you could roll an additional D8 on any roll. Damage, skill, to hit, a save, whatever. And if you had, like, five hero points... You could expend five hero points for a cinematic move, not a roll of the dice. Cinnabon. A, a cinnabon. Yes, if you have five hero points, you can expend them, and the DM has to get you cinnabon. Hey, that's a pretty good deal. Cinnabon's <laughs> pretty fun. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my other DM does. She gives out chips. Mm. Um, but they are a flat five that you add to any d20 roll. Mm. Yeah, that's not bad. That's or, not a bad one 
at all. Use to subtract from somebody else's d20 roll. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. they want my character to fail will saves. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it ends up being hilarious. Uh. <laughs> With the style of character you tend to make, a failed will save seems like a good idea for your characters. Oh my god. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of these are really good ideas, but I have to have arrows first to use them. <laughs> I forgot he stole all his arrows. Yeah, your arrows are all over the floor. Well, the, the okay, prayer. I'm worried about falling on Moby. You know, since we've now, you know, Og has brought us into talking about <laughs> what's happening right now, let's talk about what the hell is happening on the plains here in the tall grass. You guys have approached these manticores as if you're a bunch of level one characters. Failed stealth checks. Failed perception checks. Raging. They're manticores? They're manticores. Raging and then moving and not even being able to get into combat. Emma, do you realize that you will lose your rage? Well, yeah, totally did not think that went through. Like, the, I don't know if this is, you know, I have prepared such a, a, a wonderfully built encounter or if you guys just played like shit last week oh <laughs> dressing us down maybe Jeez. it's like that time that the flavor drakes almost took out the entire party <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I forgot about that oh they that's right <laughs> like oh you guys just took out an entire camp of orcs way too easy let's throw some flavor drakes at you wait uh, no no no. no 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 don't put that on me let's talk about who was walking around in a hostile valley full of giants and drakes and they, away. and they decided to have a little a little tiff in the party and decide to go splashing around on top of the water that was me I know it was Yeah. Uh, we know it was you, Maria. <laughs> good times. Good times, guys. You know, it is. I think I tried to grapple it and then it flew away. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You guys, you guys have had this weird ability where you have really, really tried me as a DM in the sense that my difficult encounters, you guys usually handle quite easily. And then the random encounters, things just fall apart. The flavor drakes. The manticores. I'm telling you, we are like the Guardians of the Galaxy. When we win it, we do well. Yeah. And when we're not winning it, we still manage to flub our way to a win, but it's a mess. It's never going to look pretty, but it's always going to work. Go dumpster fire. Go dumpster fire. Every character right, has now been renamed to Elevator. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of Elevator, Shake, I think I found your problem. Is yeah. ever since you started playing as Elevator, your roles have been are pretty awful. Poopy. Yeah. I think we need to have a cleansing ceremony to get the Elevator mm-hmm. mojo off of you. I will I will douse him in PBR tonight and cleanse <laughs> the elevator off of him with the mullet, you know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. 
We're in the middle of a Manticore fight. Speaking of, it's Manticore's Manticore One's turn, and he has so many options. Everybody, except for Emma and Og, is directly in front of him. Mm-hmm. Even Leona. Oh no, you're back there too. And I didn't roll for Lothar, but I don't feel like playing him. So. Um. Hey, you guys. You guys are, you know, about to go fight a dragon. You need, you need the XP. Didn't number one hit me in the surprise in the surprise round? Ah, that's right. Uh, so you know, I think we're gonna do uh, one attack against Pansy, Kelty, and uh, Og. One for one for each of you. Yay. So let's do bite on Pansy. Uh, seventeen. Bring it on. Got me. All right, you take. Ooh, ooh, ten points of damage. All right. <laughs> Og, here comes your attack. Uh, ooh, I think I think I missed thirteen. Thirteen misses. All right, and Calty. Last but not least. Ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, 17. Uh, I, I am going to go ahead and use as a reaction. Are they immune to being charmed? Uh, why don't you cast it to find out? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use bar, my bardic inspiration, but cutting words, to uh, roll a d8 and subtract it from that. And that's going to fail because... Uh, an 11 is not going to hit me. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, I rolled a 17, you rolled a 6 on the D8, thus yeah. making it Sorry. not a hit. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you would, if you had rolled that good on the one to save Rhea, she, she might still be around. Oh. I know it. Ooh, dang. Sorry, guys. I'm feeling, I'm feeling juiced up, apparently. Feisty. Uh, juiced up. Yeah, this Must is, be that extra flavor. This is... This is spicy, spicy DMQ. <laughs> Quitting after. Spicy flavored drinks. <laughs> spicy Chipotle flavored drinks. <laughs> yeah, DMQ after hours. Okay, you know what? Creature 2. Uh, let's see. How many? Available on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, available on Patreon at the $20 tier. Uh, let's see. Can, he, can she do three? Tail spikes. Uh, or, uh, yep, right there. Wait, they each have three attacks? They each have three attacks. Oh, shit, y'all. You know, I think this one's going to attack Og with one of its tail spikes. You know, let's roll some. Let's bust out the dice. Let's roll some dice. Uh, I've got a <laughs> D4 here. Three attacks, D4. Let's do uh, one Pansy, two Calti, three Og, four Emma. Tail spike one, pansy. Uh, pansy. Uh, first attack is a miss. Second tail spike is gonna go toward pansy again. Uh, oh, I think that's a oh, maybe fourteen. Oh, I'm sorry, fi- nope. fifteen. Nope. Okay. Tail spike three is at Calty. Ooh, uh, that's a nat twenty. Oh, 
Big hit. Big hit. Do they attack at disadvantage because he's a small creature? Oh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> Where's my other D8? Where's my other D8? Just roll this one. Do your do your bardy thing and make it so that it can't hit you with nat twenties. I rolled, I rolled really really low on two d eight. I rolled a two and a three. Okay. So that's only eight points of damage. Uh, I I would, but it's my reaction, and I'm pretty sure you only get one reaction to. Yeah. One reaction. Her. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, and that was the one that was back there chomping on the horse. Leona, you're hearing some fighting going on in the tall grass. Uh, perception? Yeah. You're hearing fighting in the tall grass. I'm going to move. You can see the fighting. I mean, you've seen everyone go off into that direction, and the fighting is coming from that direction. I'm going to move 15 feet in that direction and then make a perception check. Okay. 16? Uh, you can see the party. Like, you can see where Emma and... <laughs> Emma's, you know, all huffy and angry. Og is trying to pick up arrows that he just dumped out of his quiver. And then you can see, like, the outlines of Pansy, Kalti. But you can't see what they're fighting with the 16. Okay. I'm gonna move the rest of my movement up. And get right behind him. Yes. And you see a manticore. A manticore is a a disfigured human-headed uh, or human-faced creature with a lion's mane and like a kind of a cross between a, a tiger and a lion's body with dragon wings. Very creepy. And, Very creepy. And I only see the one, or do I see the other one as well? Uh, I'll say you can see both. I'll be generous. Well, aren't you a most peculiar thing? <laughs> I'm gonna... How far away is the second one? Uh, from where you are, about 25 feet. I pull out my loot, I strum it, and aiming at the second manticore... Behind it, I cast Shatter at third level. Okay. So I needed to make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, 14. It fails. I needed to make a 15. Okay. So it is going to take 48 thunder damage. Roll your damage. 15 points of thunder damage. Okay. Leona Gray, join in the fr- Oh my gosh, I'm a poet. What do you know? <laughs> Leona Gray joins the fray. Got anything else for us, Leona, or is that it? That... That is all. Okay. Oh, uh... Yeah, that's all. Okay. Fancy. Top of initiative, you're up. Uh, bonus planar. I still have my short sword out. Uh-huh. And I'm going to swing at the one that's in front of me. I think is number one. 
Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Ooh, a nat 20 for 27 and 19. Both of those will hit. Um, am I doubling my max, or do you have something special for it? Nope, it is, uh... Okay. It's one dice maxed out, the other one yep. is rolled. Um, it's... And the planar warrior is only one is only one attack, and it's the first one. It's uh, next time you hit a creature. Thirty-nine points of damage. Ooh. Force. Good swinging night. that sword around. Big hit. Good night. How how did you get plus twenty-one, plus six? Seven, three times. Twice for the nat 20 and once for the other hit. No, you don't multiply the modifier. It's only the dice. Oh, so minus seven of that. Okay. I was like, plus 21? I was like, mm, that doesn't add up. I was doing it like it was three <laughs> hits. I was doing it like it was three hits. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. So 32. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry. That's so, li- so much littler. Sorry, that's no. honest mistake. No, you're good, oh, no, you're no, good. I'm, I'm making the joke that that's still a huge hit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm oh not, no, I'm... we lost seven points of damage. <laughs> okay, next up is Talti. That's right, it is. I might actually get to hit them this time. So I'm going to swing with both my rapiers again. If I can remember how to... It's going to be... Ooh, I got a net 20 on you, Whoa! son. 19 and 27 again. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you rolled the same as me. Yeah. That's right. Uh, those right. those both hit. Okay, um, so I think I'll be a little less complicated. It's one max. It, 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 I'm, I'm doing 3d8, right? No. Yeah, you do, you do, and then one is maxed. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, I see, so... 25 damage. Randy's gonna give a little high five to uh, um, Pansy. And Manticore one dies. <laughs> Heck yeah! Hell yeah! Can you guys still hear me okay? Yep. Okay. Loud and clear. Alright, next up is Og. Now, I know that it's an action to put away the shield, but is it an action to bring the shield out? Yes. Shields are obnoxious like that. Yeah. Um. All right. He's gonna he's gonna use his action to pull his shield out, and then he's gonna um move up the twenty five feet in front of the uh, second mantle. So let me equip my shield real quick, and he's gonna say, "May Perut." How do I pronounce that guy's name? Grugek. He's going to say, May Grugek guide me. As he runs in with his shield. Alright, are you going to draw your... I'm assuming you've dropped your bow. Are you going to draw your sword? or? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. I... <laughs> I was like, you just running up there with your shield there, Captain America? <laughs> I forgot about the. I mean, I about you the know how he uses doors. 
Shield is just yeah, like a big yeah. door, right? Uh, true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Or a small door, I should say. Dog's like, shield Pop is a door. big door. <laughs> shield is door. So that's the action. Uh, I don't believe I have a bonus action. No, bonus you action. do not. Nope. Okay. All right. But now I position myself in between the party and the uh, other end. All right. Be prepared. Get brave. Ready. Brave move. Was it a folly move? Let's find out after Emma's turn. All right. Um, Emma, how's my party looking? Does anybody look like they need heals? Kathy's worse for wear, but she's okay. I would say Kathy's fine. Oh, he's fine. Okay. In that case, Emma's going to be mad at herself for wasting a rage. Um, <laughs> and she was... She was like... She had five more feet to get to Manticore 1. So does that mean Manticore 2 is 30 feet away from her? Uh, Between 25 and 30. If you have a move speed of 30, I'll say... Okay, cool. She's going to move speed of 30. So she's definitely going to run up to Manticore 2. Bonus action, rage, and swing her flail. Okay. Her beautiful, lovely, plus one flail. Uh, 16. Is your melee attack really plus one? No, it's not. What? It's supposed to be plus seven. I what did plus one because it's a flail plus one. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was going to say, that? yes, re-roll it. And I was going to say, uh, uh, actually, you know, we'll just have to, <laughs> we'll just add the six to the top one and we'll call it good. I'm feeling generous Thank after you. being, you know, kind of spicy. Much appreciated. Kind of spicy at the beginning. So. We want a little sour cream to, to soften the spice. <laughs> sour cream. I don't know if I like that one, but okay. Oh. That was the only thing I could think of. Um, okay. Uh, Roll damage. your damage. Which is gonna be. Emma the Clairberian coming in sour creamy. Ah! Oh, that that sounds all, that sounds wrong, on so it's, many. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally I fine. did not hear the end of that. I'm kind of oh wow. Um, oh, Claire Brilliant's not having a lot of fun right now. Uh, but that's like seven points of damage. She's, she's just here to keep it occupied while the bow people do what they do. Poke it with arrows. Which is funny because neither of the bow people have their bows out. Bows out, yeah. Yeah. But, seriously, given, like, the amount of damage other people have put out with their two attacks? I mean, very true. Very true. (sighs) Does she want a war priest? No, she can't war priest. She already used a bonus action to rage. Okay. Be a good little meat shield, Emma. Oh! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Meat shield! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Rhea was a Rhea was a dumb meat shield. Look where that got her. Emma's slightly smarter. I hope. Um, By now, we all hope. We can only hope. Only hope. 
Uh, we're going to say one attack on Og, two attacks on Emma, because Emma actually hit him. So, first attack against Og. Ooh, that's a 21. I'm assuming that's a big ol' hit. Uh, yeah, 21's going to hit me. Even with a shield. Yeah. You're going to take eight points of damage. Attacking. Oh, nat 20 on Emma! Guess what? Enemy tin armor! That's okay, you're still going to take... Eight points of damage! Uh, so that would be four, because she's enraged. Ooh, okay. Oh my god. Oh, hold up. Our barbarian with resistance is also immune to criticals? Yes. Emma's dying next. You allowed next. this. You suggested this. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's dying next. It is the... It, it, it is seen. Good luck with that. Prophecy has been foretold. Uh, uh, Emma, I'm assuming a 25 hits. Yes. Here we go. Killing Emma right off the bat. Uh, ooh, max damage. Nine points of damage. Which is okay. cut in half as full. Okay. Well. Alright. Leona. Leona's oh, going to strum her loot and cast Dissonant Whispers on Manticore 2. And I need it to make at second level. And I need it to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Seven. It fails. Okay. So I'll take forty-six. Um, it'll take seventeen points of psychic damage. And must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Uh, okay. Uh, it flies away, so Emma and Og will get an attack of opportunity. Finish him. Ooh, 22 to hit. That'll hit. We'll wait for her damage roll. 11 points of damage. I've got a 16. Hit. Seven points of damage. Okay. The Manticore is now uh, 50 feet away up in the air. <laughs> I, I ditched my arrows for my sword. <laughs> Ellie's going to, to wonder aloud. I wonder if I can breathe fire. I hope not. Top of round three, it is now Pansy's turn. Can I drop my sword and take out my bow and shoot? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna do that. I should say, it's only the shield that complicates things. Yeah. Yeah, we've we have learned that over how many times have we had to Google it? Yeah. Uh, five. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the grapple rules. We we talk about them. Almost every other week, and I never freaking remember them. Uh, 25 and a 17. Both of those will hit. 28 points of damage. And that man oh. falls out of the sky, dead. He doesn't get to go get his friends or born anybody that were there. <laughs> um, so this cart. I'm going to pick up my sword. I think I have to do some rolls to pick up my arrows now, don't I? You can you can go spend a minute picking up your arrows. 
Okay. I'm not going to make you roll to pick up all 67 arrows you've dropped. Uh, I'm just going to investigate the cart. All right. See if there are survivors or any hint of what was there. Uh, The horse is being eaten. If it's not dead, Emma will definitely make sure it is put out of its misery. Roll an investigation. Investigation. Which is going to be... Plus zero. Four, six. It's a cart. It's a cart. And the manticore was eating the horse. And the manticore was trying to eat the horse. Yep. I will, however, let you roll a medicine check. I'm uh, investigating as well. Leona will also investigate... Wow, Emma's not doing too good. That horse, that horse is dead. Okay. Ooh, those are some low investigation. Those are some low investigation rolls, guys. Holy cow! Hansy got an eleven. I should probably investigate too. I was gonna uh, <laughs> take stock of the area and make sure it was safe before I put my shield away and got my bow and everything back. So let's see, investigation. Kelty, you want to get on this failed investigation train? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, I guess All the- I had a plus one. Emma had a plus zero. It's okay. I had a plus three. Am I mistaken? Oh my. Okay. All. All. Kelty, I wish I took my passive. All. All five of you are just kind of like standing around looking at this cart going, yep, uh, it's, a, it's a cart, and that horse is dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. This cart is made out of some sort okay. of wood material. <laughs> and Emma's going to knock on it and go, yep, it's wood. Kathy's <laughs> going to... Guys, I think we should take a quick rest, rest our eyes, heal up, eat something. Maybe we can look at it with fresh eyes that are not heavied by the, our recent battle. Let's say we take a moment to rest, and I'm going to suggest as a player we take a short rest, and then try again at the investigations. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, um, just so you guys know, when we do take a short rest, um, you guys get extra. Everybody gets with extra rolls because of my bard. It's a D6. Is that correct? It's yes. a song of rest. I don't think it does it stack. I would imagine it doesn't. Uh, song of rest does it? I don't think it does, but I don't think let's it's double check. I think, like the idea would yeah. be you play two different songs, but I don't know what other song you would play. I mean, I or Leona could play the harmony in the so song of rest. What did we roll for an extra d6? You said extra d6. Yeah, we're seeing if it stacks, but I imagine it does. I know mine. I have a d10 plus one, but what do I roll for the summon? Another one d6. Yeah, it's not going to stack. I didn't think it would. So if Kelty and Leona both do Song of Rest, would they get two d6? No. No? I mean, rules rules as written, rules as written, it doesn't say no, but it also doesn't say yes. And, and nothing 
for stacks almost. Yeah, and, so rare for things to stack. and rules as interpreted, it would be, you know, no. But there could be an argument where if they used two hit dice, then you could tech, like technically have a second song of rest be used. But I don't know if I like that idea. So I'll think about it. What other songs do you guys have for rest? Like, is there... I mean, really, the only thing you get back is hit points. Oh. Probably not one that's for, like, getting back spell slots, because... Oh, no. Oh, no. That would be a little overpowered. Yeah, the only spellcaster that gets uh, spell slots back on a short rest is a warlock. I thought clerics had something, but I think it's, like, something you do in combat, though. Yeah, it's the uh, optional feature. I... It's, um... Called... I think... No, that's divine something. Harness divine power. Divine power. I think. That's what it is. Yep. I healed exactly power. what I was hurt during the battle. All right. So everyone uh, got their short rest out and got their hit die back. Uh, wait. Actually, Emma. Is Emma gonna? Emma. No, Emma's. Hmm. Nope. Emma's not using it. Not. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. It's, it was more of an it was more of an excuse to get a chance to reinvestigate. All right, you guys uh, settle down. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Emma. Don't worry. Uh, I completely forgot. Oh, okay. Uh, so you guys, you know, uh, sit down on the side of the road, relax, break bread, you know, have some grub, and uh, you know, after about an hour, you guys all go back to the cart to try and. Uh, reinvestigate. Can I use my parents' investigation? No. Pansy got a 15. I'm gonna not help me. There we go. Okay. I knew we could get it. Uh, 13 for Og. (laughs) 7 for Leona. Leona says it's a cart. It's a 9 for Calty. Calty says it's a cart. (laughs) Okay. So, with uh, Emma's keen eye and Pansy with that 15, you guys can see that this is a, a, a simple trading cart. And as you guys are, are looking around, rummaging things, you guys find the um, half-devoured body of a human man and uh, a partially-devoured horse carcass. Um, Emma, roll me a medicine check, and Pansy, if you are proficient in medicine, you can roll one as well. Surprise, he's been uh-huh. dead about 56 minutes. <laughs> I am not Okay, uh, Emma, you would know that it looks like uh, this person was killed uh, yesterday. It also looks like the horse and this guy were killed by the spines of these manticores. Searching for loot. Loot the dead bodies. Uh, you find a bunch of, like, fruits and, uh, like, other perishable food items. Um, bread, salted meats, that kind of thing. It looks like they were bringing stuff to Tribor. 
when they were uh, attacked by these manticores. Was there any identifying? Does he have a ring on? Like any way to <laughs> maybe guess who they might be? Uh, you check his pockets, and it doesn't look like he has his ID on him. <laughs> That's why you should never drive without your ID, folks. It's also illegal. Drive well. It it is on some level. Yes. <sighs> well, that was fun. Uh, probably should get back to that dragon problem. Uh, Lothar points to you know as you guys come back to the road. He points to uh, a dense-looking forest in the distance and says, uh, That is Crypt Garden Forest. Is that where we're headed? Aye. We have to make our way through that to get to the base of Ice Spire Peak before we head up. You guys continue traveling. Um, you know, and it's, I mean, when I say in the distance, like, you can see where the plains give way to, you know, thick, lush trees, and... So, you would say that we are indeed <laughs> in the forest. You are, in, you are finally in your favored terrain, yes. Now, yes. Uh, everyone who has a knowledge nature and is proficient in it, roll me a knowledge nature. Uh, what if you're half pro- half proficient? Then that is considered proficient. Which so that means I'm proficient in like everything. How am yep. I a ranger? That is a that bard. Is not proficient in nature. I mean, uh, you're you're kind of a city ranger designed to you know deal with people sure. and. That don't be a nat twenty that I just wasted on a skill check. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe not. Okay. Cal T. Cal T. Maybe it's because you grew up in a forest. Maybe it's because you watched one of your mothers tend lovingly to a forest. Accurate. This forest is not healthy. There is something wrong. And even those that don't know this, as Kalti's kind of looking at some of the trees that maybe just the colorings just don't look quite right, or they're gnarled, like the bark is gnarled in a way that just Kalti just kind of makes your stomach uneasy. Mm-hmm. All the rest of you kind of just get that as you're staring into this forest that as you're looking into it, it's not so thick you can't see past the trees. In fact, it actually looks like it would be a rather pleasant walk, but it's almost like one of those horror movies where as the, like the camera zooms into the forest as it's like spinning and it makes the, you know, main character of that, of that segment look like they're kind of getting sucked into the forest. Like, like Blair Witch Project. Yeah, ah. kind of like that. It just filmed in Maryland, by the way. Some... That was it really? Yeah. God, that was a horrible experience in the movie theater. But <laughs> yeah, it it's it is unnerving. Mm. 
Um, oh. can Emma roll a religion check? Because sounds, I mean, it's Crypt Garden. Uh, yeah, I'll let you roll a religion check. Kalti would tr- tell the rest he of the party nothing. what he knows. Six. Yeah, there's. Yeah, as far as religion goes, it, you have no idea if this is connected to anything religious. Kelty would also like tell the rest of the party what he was feeling. Yeah, I, I got that funky feeling too. Like these these trees seem to be seem to be moving out of the same stuff the cart was made out of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wise. Uh, I'll be ever wise. <laughs> okay. This don't feel right. No. Let's be on our guard. And you guys I guess we're trudge, trudge into the forest? Yes. Okay. I think Og would hang back a little bit, like not not too far back, but like at the back of the party with his bow out. Okay. Emma's gonna be up front. Flailing shield and hunt. And you'll be towards the back. Tigers and bears. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> she was tigers and bears, oh my. <laughs> oh, oh wait, the bears, bugbears, one of us. Tigers, creatures, oh my. Uh, Within just a few hundred feet of entering this forest, you guys see and and feel just this light fog and mist kind of permeate the forest. Very... That's not good. You can still see. You know, it's it's not like this fog is so thick you can't see right in front of you. Outside of 60 feet, it's, you know... Uh, Everybody, cons- hey, close! Uh, outside of 60 feet, things would have concealment, but, you know, you can still see. It's just got that that hazy, spooky vibe. So, if it wasn't obvious to you guys before you walked into this forest, there is something very seriously wrong with this forest. Mm-hmm. And you guys come upon this. It it almost looks like a a structure of some sort, but it looks like it has um, you know toppled over a- ages, ages ago, years and years ago, or it's you know been like eroded. Stone. It is What's stone. It? Um, why don't uh, why don't you guys roll me uh, whoever's proficient in uh, a history check? To be fair, Pansy, uh, with two bards in the party, we're proficient in everything. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm not, over here, like, nope. It's not your fault. Uh, it's only, uh, it's, uh, I, 
I got a nine. Okay. Like rolls for this stuff anyway. Uh, Emma got a seventeen. Emma, maybe. Oh, heck yeah, Emma. Maybe there was a, a story at one point that you know Papa G told you about. Uh, you know, one of the bedtime stories, because even though he tried to, you know, bring out the more logical, quote unquote, human side of you, you know, you you're a half orc. You've got a you've got an innate love for battle and fighting, and maybe there was a story. Uh, that you can remember, it's talking about like the, the crenellated towers that dwarves would build into their, you know, uh, monasteries and keeps and castles and their mountain fortresses. But as you're like looking at this, that story kind of comes to your mind where this this is an elven architecture. This is like a dwarven the remnants of like a dwarven outpost or or a maybe a observatory I think it's dwarven made and Emma's gonna kind of walk up to the stones and touch them what makes you think that stories Papa G told me this this ain't elven Dwarven. The dwarves used to live about here? Don't know. Papa, do you know? The spirit shamans of our tribe have always said that the Crypt Garden Forest was a... a, a, a grave for the Fae. And, uh... Mm. Spirit shamans are... not always right. I have enough understanding of the Fae to know that they can be dangerous. Does... It's a weird question. Does the structure look older than the trees, or do the trees look older than the structure? Uh, roll a nature. Knowledge nature, if you have it. Uh, not really. I Give me a roll anyways. Okay. 18. Dang, Emma's on a roll today. Um, uh, um, you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell because of this weird state that the trees are in. This ru- ruined, crenellated, like observation tower looks like it's been here. Uh, rolling over that that check of yours from earlier, the 17, looks like it's been here for several hundred years. Is there writing? That would make sense. I'm sorry, can you uh, say that again, Pansy? Sorry, is there writing carved into any of the stones? Roll me an investigations check. Twelve. You do find... Uh, you find runes. Do you? What language are they in? Are they in Dwarvish? They are. I know Dwarvish. Oh, do you? Yeah, I know common Dwarvish, Elvish, Giant, Orc, and Sylvan. Emma knows Dwarvish too. Oh, okay. 
since both of you speak it, not only do I have to tell you what you found, but I've also got to translate it for you because all it tells me is what it says in Dwarvish. Oh, jeez. Like, I think I've got the short end of the stick. He speaks common and goblin. He doesn't even speak bugbear. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that is kind of... That's hilarious. (laughs) It's it's okay, Og. It's okay. Emma pats his shoulder. (laughs) Uh, let's what see. What language do you say that in? <laughs> so, <laughs> you find... <laughs> you find these dwarven... Like, uh, this dwarven writing. And it says, Outpost of Clan of Wood. Right? Outpost of Clan of Wood. Makes sense. Do you guys go oh. into this tower? How, how big is it? Is it like this is like uh, it, it's kind of a cross, and you're not quite sure. Maybe going inside and finding out what's happening. It it kind of looks like a like a guard tower, like a, no, a single guard tower, and it looks like with uh, Emma rolling Emma's um, uh, history check over, like this tower at one point was probably five six stories tall, and possibly even peeked over the forest at one point. Is it dark inside the tower? I heard tower. Uh, say that again, Emma. I'm gonna not say it in Emma's voice, because... Like a fire tower. Possibly. It is very reminiscent of, like, a lookout tower. And then... uh, Nancy wouldn't have any reason to go into it, so she would keep walking. Okay. Uh, Leona, it is... I mean, it's kind of muggy and a little dreary from this forest, but it's not dark. Like, if you walk in, um, you're going to be able to see still. Well, Emma's, Emma's probably going to peer in. Okay. Um, Emma, if you peer in, roll me a perception check. Can Kelty peer in between her legs? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to look so cute. Oh, uh, Leona... <laughs> Leona will also take a look. Okay. All right. So, so, so the Emma's head—it's like the stack of heads. It's yep. Like Emma. Leona. Kelty. Kelty. <laughs> uh, I don't see shit. You said? Perception. Okay. Yep. That's I a nat one for seven. Uh, Could be a nineteen for Kelty. Is Og getting in on this uh, head stack too? Oh, yeah. Og's above Emma. I got 11. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm at the bottom. <laughs> okay. Um, for <laughs> Leona, it just it just looks like a, a dark, rusted, like beat up old tower, like nothing of interest. Uh, Emma and Og, you see, you know, there, it looks like there's a, you know a table, some chairs. Uh, there was what you're assuming would at one point have been a fireplace that looks like it has now uh, started to crumble in on itself so you know there's nowhere to actually start a fire. Uh, you see a bookshelf with just these rotted books and tomes. Uh, you also see some devices on this table like uh, instruments that you don't know what they are unless you are a cartographer. Uh, or have the cartographer kit 
and then you see a set of stairs that go up that, while still look like they would hold weight, don't necessarily look like they are the safest place to go as this tower has started to, you know, erode away. Calti, with that 19, uh, looking in on this room, there is a, a, a book on this bookshelf that draws your eye. Hmm. Hey guys, I want that book. You see that book? I was gonna go check out what the bookcase. Book? I, I was walking in to check out the bookcase. Um, I saw the bookcase. She wants to check out the bookcase. Kalti's gonna creep from between Emma's legs quietly into the tower mm-hmm. towards that book. Looking around for danger. Those little okay. goblin eyes. <laughs> Well, Emma's walking right in. Don't look out outside. Just tiptoe. Little tiptoe. Leona will stealth (laughs) after Kalti. Emma's the distraction. Clink, clink, clink. Okay. (laughs) But she likes books. If you ask me if I touch the book, just don't. Do you touch the book? Ah, I knew it was coming. (laughs) I would like to observe it from up close, like. Does it have a cover? Does it have teeth? It, <laughs> does it, it have teeth? It actually looks more of like a journal. Ooh. That's not helpful as to whether or not it's dangerous to me or not. Um, okay. Does it, does it say have any writing on the outside? It doesn't have any writing on the outside, but it, it looks like oh. a leather, like a leather-bound journal. I will pick it up and open it. Read the first what it says on the first page. Do not read aloud. Did you? Do you actually say that? Sure, Leona will say that to him. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, why? Do you know something? You never know if it's a spell. You don't want to accidentally release some sort of demonic deity, do you? I suppose not, at least not in our current state, but we might want to have a demonic deity on call if we should ever need it. I then he's going to open the book. Kalti's and, shoulder. Uh, yeah, it, oh, that's adorable. Calti um, will open it up and uh, not read it aloud. Okay. Emma's also reading. Okay. So this Presumably book... she can read the language. This book has a date. It's dated the year... 1,271. So it's, uh, it's, uh, 200, 220 years old. Of course, the dwarf who wrote it is probably, like, still around. Uh, he didn't perish and whatever. And, if he didn't perish, yeah. And it is talking about how, uh, uh, the gist of it is they're excited for the building of this outpost, uh, to not only keep an eye on the southern flank of the Sword Mountain uh, Dwarven-like kingdom, but also so that their clan, you know, named uh, named uh, Dwarkar Rudelin, which means of Clan of Wood, finally has an opportunity to show the other dwarves that while wood is not a precious metal, it is a versatile and wonderful material still you know, that can still be used. 
though I just see. less common in the dwarven world. And as you, you know, kind of flip through these pages, this looks like it was this journal of whether it was a, you know, a, a, a woodworker or, you know, just a, you know, a person of this clan, it doesn't really go into great detail about what his position is. Just, you know, he seems to be a, you know, fairly respected member of this clan and that they're trying to make a living out here in this forest. And then the journal starts to get, you know, we're noticing weird things in the forest. We're noticing, you know, the wood Mm -hmm. is becoming more difficult to work with. Animals are becoming more sparse and skittish and are beginning to look sickly and and then the last the last uh, like few pages the, the writing itself starts to look shaky as if this person Uh-oh. can no longer like keep their hand still almost as if they have like uh, uh, you know, some sort of tremor that's keeping them from being able to write, uh, you know, in a, in a clean manner. They're so scared. The Not, anxiety is high. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, or are they sickly? Except for the last one. The last entry in this diary. All it says is, and it's like the handwriting is very clean and neat. Mm-hmm. They, it says they are all gone now. All of them. Everyone. And I too shall join them in the service of her. That's terrifying. And we'll see you next week. County loves a girl boss, so loving the big bad.